This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI, the holiday season around the corner. And you may already be asking yourself, what do I get the person who already has everything? Well, what about a little bit of technology? And what about a smartwatch? Okay. Yes, smartwatch. Great idea. But there's like a million out there. So what smartwatch am I actually getting somebody? So let's talk about the best smartwatches of 2022 with Mark Flalo, the host of Double Tap TV, which you can find Tuesdays at 8 p.m. Eastern time on AMI-TV. Hey, good morning, Mark. Dave, how are you? I'm pretty good, Mark. I, I, I don't mean to quibble with the entire, like, oh. purpose of this segment, but it really feels to me like a watch is a very personal thing. I, I would feel weird giving a watch as a gift to somebody. Yeah, I mean, but don't forget, you can buy a watch and give people the option to accessorize and yeah. customize it. It's not like it's not like you're going out and buying a Rolex for somebody or a or a Swatch where there's seven thousand variations. When it comes to smartwatches, the customization really happens after the right. gifting process. Right, that's a good you point. You get the watch, you change the face. Maybe you get them a watch, you get them a couple bands. There's things you can buy on Amazon to accessorize. There's lots of ways you can do this. Mark, one of the running jokes on the show is that I love me a rubric. I love me a, I love me a criteria. So before we even get into individual watches, would you actually have a criteria list or a rubric for evaluating what makes a good smartwatch? Yeah, I mean, listen, in the context, of course, this show, we're definitely going to have accessibility in there. So we have that aspect of it. Um, I think design is definitely a number number one on my list, quite honestly. Battery life would be number two, because if you're going to put a watch on your hand, the goal of a watch is to obviously tell time, but obviously we with smart watches, we want to get a little bit more from it. So battery life is pretty important. You don't want to have to worry about something dying halfway through the day. You want to get through an entire day. You know, you could slap it on a charger at night and wake up in the morning and it's ready to go for another day at least. Right. Yeah. And I, yeah. Think, I think the overall wealth of features being a smartwatch, you want to make sure that you can do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And that is extremely personal as well, because there are watches that are better suited, for example, fitness tracking. There's watches that are better suited for just notifications. And there's watches that are better suited for, I don't know, skydiving. Yeah. No, it makes a lot of sense, right? That there's so many times when you talk to salespeople, there are a million features that don't offer benefit to people, right? You have to connect yeah. a feature to a benefit to the person who's going to put up the money to buy it. So let's start with the big boys, the Apple Watch and the Apple Watch Ultra. This would have to be a very good friend or family member in your life if you're springing one of these <laughs> as a gift. But what do you like about this series? Well, I mean, you have to, you, you can't ignore the history of Apple and the evolution of the Apple Watch. You know, the first generation Apple Watch was a home run to users at that given point in time. And it really has evolved quite nicely across the board. Now, there is this, you know, preconceived notion that an Apple Watch is only compatible with Apple devices. That's not true. You can pair your Apple Watch to other devices as well and use that via Bluetooth. But of course, it is the perfect companion for those who do have an iOS device. So really, at the end of the day, I think the Apple Watch is one of the best overall kind of all-around watches. But again, we you talk about that unique kind of selling proposition or, or what makes it unique to an individual. And I think that's where 
you know, it, it's going to it's going to it's going to vary. The other thing is, you know, aside from the fact that it constantly gets better across the board, you know, you look at variations like the Apple Watch Ultra and some like my you know, co-host Stephen Scott think this is the perfect watch for someone who is blind or low vision. Mark, let's jump over to the Google Pixel Watch. I think it was with you. We talked about it a couple of weeks ago. Why does this one stand out as an option for folks? So Google isn't afraid to do things a little bit differently. Number one, aside from Apple, really the only other, I mean, every other watch, smartwatch is out there, whether you look at the Michael Kors watch, the Android watches, the Huawei watch, we're going to talk about in a second. uh, They've got the round design. So they're going for that traditional iconic round watch. Now, when the Pixel watch was announced, they really are focusing on this kind of sleek, almost delicate look of the watch. It's not as rugged, and I, I hate to say the word manly, um, as people might you know pigeonhole it, but it really is a more of a delicate watch. Even the bezel on it has this nice curve to it that seems a little bit more fragile, even though it's made with Gorilla Glass. It's not that hefty kind of large, big footprint that's on your wrist, which is one of the design cues that I think Google was going for because they really want it to kind of blend in seamlessly like other watches do. That being said, they have their very cool card design interface, which is very familiar to Android users, allowing you to swipe left or right to go between things. And of course, it has all the features that every you know modern smartwatch needs mm-hmm. to have, including cellular, et cetera, et cetera. Mark, you mentioned a brand name there, Huawei. They may be yep. banned from building 5G infrastructure in Canada, yep. but they're still welcome into the smartwatch market. Why is this product getting so much praise? This one's getting a lot of praise because of the price point. You're looking at a sub $300 price point. You're getting more than all day battery life. You're getting three to four days of battery life. Yeah, you're getting getting incredible features across the board. And really, it's the cross compatibility that makes this a winner for everybody. Yes, the Pixel Watch is also cross compatible with the uh, iPhone and iOS devices. But the, the, the Huawei Watch works with absolutely anything. It does not require any 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 app platform, whether it's Android, whether it's Huawei's own Tizen operating system, or even Apple's iOS uh, operating system, it is quite quite the interesting design. And they've really gone with that iconic round design as well, but more like the chronograph with a nice bezel. And it's a it's a chunky watch, but it's a chunky round watch. It doesn't sit very high off your wrist. Let's zoom out here a little bit. You mentioned that Stephen thinks the the Apple iWatch, my goodness, the Apple iWatch Ultra, whatever we want to call the branding, he says that's yeah. the best watch for blind people. To your mind, when it comes to accessibility, is there one of these that really stands out? Um, I mean, the Apple Watch is categorically hands down the winner when it comes to accessibility to smartwatch. It's something they had from the start. It's something they continue to improve upon. And every single model, as the processors get better and everything gets better on the watch, the accessibility features features just absolutely shine. You think of the, the gesture control, just being able to pinch and do things with your wrist and it being able to detect that motion. These are, are, are breakout features that make the Apple Watch the hands-down winner when it comes to accessibility. The Apple Watch Ultra takes that to another level because it increases battery life from just a day to, to several days. Um, not only that, but it has a much larger screen, which means you can actually, for people with low vision, can see way more on it. And of course, being rugged, being able to bang into absolutely anything and made for the outdoors, mm. it, combined with the accessibility features, has got to be the hands down. Yeah, rugged. Although you're paying the price point. <laughs> you are definitely paying the price point for it. Mark, what about you? If I was to look at your wrist, what, uh, what makes it onto your wrist on the daily? Um, right now, it's the Apple Watch Ultra. It was the newest. It was the greatest. I wanted to try it out and do things. But I do have an Apple Watch Series 8, 
which is the, of course, current generation of the non-Ultra watch, the regular kind of square design that I will be wearing for the next couple of weeks because I'm putting that to the test in a in a you know a variety of different kind of scenarios. Nice. The Ultra really is, you know, it's nice. It has great sleep tracking. It's got all the great features. I'm not diving. I'm not jumping underwater with this. I'm not jumping out of a plane anytime soon. I don't expect to be stranded in the Rockies either. So I think that the Apple Watch Series 8 might be that sweet spot for me. I uh, haven't worn a watch, well, probably in about 10 or 15 years since I was a regular watch wearer. I'll tell you this, though, Mark. I was emceeing a couple weddings over the course of the fall, and I had to be somewhat on a time check. And it was in those moments that I realized it is so awkward pulling out your phone to check the time while you're amongst <laughs> large groups of people. And I thought to myself, it is. man, I should potentially get a really cheap smartwatch for like this sole purpose of when I'm somewhere and I need to keep my eye on the time, but I don't want people thinking, oh, he's looking at his phone because he doesn't want to talk to us. Well, not only that, but you know, look at the days where you could pop an earbud in, you could press hold your two fingers on the watch and hear the time, or just set a timer before you go up on stage somewhere, right? You yeah. can set a timer that doesn't ring a loud noise, it just vibrates your wrist, right? So you know when you hit certain milestones. There are a lot of benefits here that people um, need to dive into a little bit deeper to really kind of see the overall picture. Yeah, the overall benefits of wearing a watch. Imagine yes. watches making a comeback. Mark, thank you for this. We always appreciate catching up. My pleasure, Dave. That's Mark Aflalo, one of the hosts of Double Tap TV. You can find that Tuesdays, 8 p.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv or on demand at AMI.ca or on demand in the AMI-tv app for Apple and Android. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. The Walrus is Canada's conversation, and you're invited to take part. Download AMI's Voices of the Walrus, where professional narrators read selected articles from the magazine. Available wherever you download your AMI podcasts.